0: Jace Medical. I've been talking about the Jace case for some time now. They are our sponsor this half hour. Critical shortages, essential drugs. I, I will tell you that we are um, we're gathering uh, evidence that we are closer and closer every day of a, of a meltdown. Whether that be war overseas, uh, some sort of terrorist attack here, uh, just the loss of freedom and rights, we're going to have shortages. Uh, and I urge you to have your medical uh, situation tied up. At least have the Jace case, which is five essential antibiotics. Have them on hand in case you can't get them uh, at the drugstore. I mean, you wait on, uh, on just s- simple antibiotics and you're, you don't have access to them. Uh, we've, we've gone back to 1800. It's not good. You can also get all of your other life-saving medications that your family may be taking now. Uh, just go to jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. But check out the Jace case and then the year's supply worth of medicine that you can have in your home. jacemedical.com. J-A-S-E medical.com. we have a lot to talk about on the future but there is a passing of two people that connect us directly to the past and an important part of our past and we'll start there in 60 seconds first let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour our sponsor is realestateagentsitrust.com when it comes time to sell your home are you ready for it i mean really It's a three-ring circus most of the time. I don't even know where to begin. And most people don't either. Like, how do you even find a real estate agent? You have to have the right one. I'm talking about somebody who can navigate the whole process from beginning to end to make sure you're on track to sell at the highest level you can, and then get the right home wherever you're going, whether it's across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a place you can go and we will help you find the right real estate agent. You need somebody on the end of buying and selling. Somebody who can make sure you're not missing out on the home of your dreams and someone who will be right there with you at the negotiating table. Make sure you end up where you want and need to be. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll find the right agent for you. We have a stable of them that we have vetted. I mean, it takes weeks, literally weeks to vet these guys. They don't work for me, but we vet them and we constantly monitor their progress and um, and what people are reporting. They are the best of the best in your area, at least what we feel. And we'd like to pass their names on to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. It was a Tuesday morning, Stu was at his house, I was at my house, we were both working at WFLA in Tampa, Florida. It was the first year I had done talk radio. I had just signed a a deal to replace Dr. Laura on the Premier Radio Networks, and it was supposed to start in January. And we were really doing a comedy show. We were making fun of everything. And I was pretty much a boob at the time. Didn't, I didn't know where I stood on many things because I was just doing comedy. I was making fun of talk radio. I was making fun of people like me, honestly. And then my wife called me from work, and she said, Turn on the TV. A plane has just hit the World Trade Center. I said, what? He said, yeah. Turn on, and Katie Couric was on, and uh, it was the Today Show. And they were talking about how it must be a small plane. And I looked at that hole in that plane, and I thought, that's not a small plane. And I'm talking to my wife, and the whole waiting goes off, and Stu is on the other end. He said, are you watching this? I said, yeah, I don't think this is a small plane. He said, I don't think so either. And just then, the second plane went in. I said, we got to go. We got to go to work. I told my wife, I said, honey, it's probably going to be a very long day. I got to go. As we were driving in the World Trade Center, collapsed. When I got to the studio, I looked up at the monitors, and I, I saw something I never thought was even possible. It just pulverized. It was was dust. And the people jumping out of the World Trade Center and America just shocked our innocence. Who would do something like this? We didn't know. I had said just two years before that there would be blood body in buildings in the streets of Manhattan. I was on WABC in New York. And I said it would have the name of Osama bin Laden on it. And I had completely forgotten that. And we didn't have any answers. And Premier calls me up and said, we need you to go national. And I went home and I prayed and prayed and prayed. And I said, you have the wrong guy. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, don't, I don't have an answer for this. I don't have no idea. And on my first national program, I think I said that. I don't have any idea of what is really going on, but if you'll stick with me, we'll find the answers together. It was just a few days uh, after the World Trade Center, and I'm telling this story because there's a lot of people that are uh, under 30 that probably have not heard this story or have been uh, watched it or been taught the truth about what happened on that day. Osama bin Laden had been waiting ever since Reagan pulled his troops out uh, after the Marine bombing of the barracks in Beirut. He saw that as a sign of weakness, and he told his people at the time, oh my gosh, we can make the giant move. And they had waited and plotted, and 9-11 was the day. They were trying to take out our stock market, They were trying to collapse us economically. They knew if we collapsed economically in our banking system, uh, we would be over. We've done a pretty good job at that since. Everything that he wanted to accomplish, we've been accomplishing ourselves. But I talked to Bob Beckworth. He died yesterday. Bob was the firefighter that happened to be on the fire truck when somebody came up stood next to him he had no idea it was the president of the united states here's what he told me just a few years ago
1: the picture seared in the nation's memory president bush at ground zero three days after the attacks a bullhorn in one hand the other draped around firefighter bob that firefighter
2: with president bush was bob beckwith Bob Beckwith stood shoulder to shoulder with President... Bob Beckwith, a
1: firefighter from Queens, New York, in his mid-60s. That day, he stood alongside the president and stepped onto the
0: national patriotic stage. Bob, are you there? Yes. Hi, Bob. How are you? Very good. And yourself? I'm very good, sir. Very good. I, uh, I just wanted to touch base with you, um... The, your experiences with 9-11, because I I painted a painting of, of you a couple of weeks ago for an auction. And as I was painting you, I thought, uh, you know, I know this man's story, but not really. First of all, where were you on 9-11 when it happened?
3: When it happened, my daughter had called me that my grandson, going to school on his bicycle, was hit by a car about two blocks away from me. And I ran over there to see what was happening, and and I saw him on the ground, but he was moving, so I, uh, that was a plus. And I found out from the uh, ambulance driver where, what hospital they were taking him to. And I came home to get my car, I listened on the radio, and it said I heard a guy saying that a plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. We don't know anything about it. And so I came inside, and my wife had it on the television already, and they had cameras there. I was looking, and I said, that's a little bit bigger than a small plane. Yeah. I, I figured I got a bad day going. My grandson gets hit by a car, and now a
0: plane goes in. Where were you living at the time, Bob? I'm living right here in Baldwin, New York. When did the phone call come in that you had to go? Were you with your grandson in the hospital, or what? When did you? Yes, for- I went to the hospital to uh, be with him. Everybody was watching television at the
3: hospital, and uh, and I I saw the, the South Tower come down. Oh my
1: God! Oh my God. One World
3: Trade Center has collapsed in its entirety. One World Trade Center is, Trade Center gone. is gone. And then a, a few minutes later, the, uh, the the North Tower came down. The other tower just collapsed. Ready to collapse. collapsed. I knew collapse. that there was guys in the building, you know, because the firemen were in there. You know what goes through your head when
0: that
3: it just hits you pretty hard. I told my wife and my kids that I'm going down to Ground Zero, and they said, "Don't go down yet, too." Well, I was 69 years old. And uh, they thought I was an old man there, and uh, I'm going to get in the way, so uh, just don't go down there. The next day, I find out that um, Jimmy Boyle, now Jimmy Boyle was the uh, the president of the UFA, the Uniformed Firefighters Association, mm-hmm. and I was one of his delegates. And when I found out his son is missing, I said, that's it, I'm out of here. And I I suited up the next morning, and I got to go down to Ground Zero.
0: So you're there. You snuck across the bridge on the yeah. island. Then you you uh, you sneak across the uh, barrier with National Guard, right? And then what happens?
3: And then I came into Ground Zero, and I tell you, it was a shock. You, know, you can see the people running, as and these buildings begin
1: to burn. People
2: running, racing for their lives
3: as yet unidentified survivors will be found in underground... The first thing that came to my mind was this is how it probably looked in, in the Blitz. When, yeah. Wow. You know what happened? I I worked down there all that day and I was on the Bucket Brigade and I found a shovel and I started digging with the guys and we, were, and we found a, a, a plumper. A pumper is a fire engine in the rubble. And we told the crane operator to put the put the rig out on the, in the street, which he did. Some guy comes over and he says, the, the president is here. And I saw the guys put their shovel down, and I put mine down, and I walked out to the street. And there's that pumper we just dug out of the rubble. I jumped up on it, and right across the street was a command post, a tent with all microphones in front of it. I figured, oh, that's where the president's going to talk. This Secret Service man came over to me, and he said, is this safe? I said, yeah. And he said, well, jump up and down on it for me. So I jumped up and down on it for him, and he said, okay. He said, somebody important's coming over here, and when they come here, you help them up, and then you get down. I said, okay, because you do what the Secret Service guy tells you to do. The President comes around, and he does a hard right, and he comes right in front of me, and he puts his arm up. So I pull him up and I turn him around and I said to him, Are you okay, Mr. President? And he said, Yeah. And, so, and then I start to get down. He said, Where are you going? I said, I, I was told to get down. He said, No, no, you stay right here. And he put his arm around me and uh, that's my story.
0: That's unbelievable. I it didn't, is. I it didn't really know. Is. I didn't know any of those things. What did the president say to you at one point, do you even remember, when he turned to you in the middle of the speech and he said some things to you? Do you remember?
3: No, we couldn't hear. We couldn't yeah. hear each other. We did speak to each other, but we didn't hear each other. It was too loud. The guys, were, they were yelling. I didn't remember him having that that megaphone, that the bullhorn. Really? And then he started to speak, and he's speaking to the right, and and the guys on the left they're yelling, "We can't hear you." And he then he turned to the left with the with the bullhorn, and he said, "I can hear you." And the, the whole world hears you.
1: And the people who knock these buildings down
3: will hear all of us soon. They went crazy. When, They went nuts. They started chanting, USA, USA, USA. And it it, it was, uh, he said everything in those three sentences.
0: Those days changed America. Those who were born um, shortly before or after don't remember an America uh, the way I remember it. Uh, It was a completely different place after 9-11. There's one more part of the story. We we lost Bob Beckwith uh, this week. The voice you just heard, so that part of history has now been lost to the ages and to digital memories. But there's part two of this story that happened just a few days after, and I'll share that in just a few minutes. 60 NMLS 12334.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. APR for the rates in the 5 starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800 906 for details about credit costs and terms. The other time America was attacked was December 7, uh, 1941, and the president just the next day stood up and said, "We have nothing to fear but fear itself." Uh that was with the Great Depression, and then uh it was with um Pearl Harbor. He wasn't right then. That saying doesn't hold true now either. There's plenty to be worried about, especially in our current economy. But what do you do so you're not worried? If you're somebody who's looking down the barrel of a lot of high interest credit card debt from things like credit cards, uh, you're, you may be paying 20, 25, even 35% interest. Right now, there's some great news. Interest rates have dropped now. They're in the fives, which is lower than they were last year. If you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, really now is the time to break free. Uh, The interest rates are going to go up, I would imagine, uh, by a lot after uh, the election. American financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off that high interest debt. Last year, they helped customers save an average of $854 every month. It's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. The way to start the new year right. You can start uh, maybe by delaying two mortgage payments and getting that monkey off your back. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> So we're going to get to the news of the day um, that, you know, is currently breathing down our neck. A lot of it a result of 9-11. Um, but I want to tell you the second part of that story, my memory, at least. After that day, it wasn't too much longer after that I was standing in a parking lot. And, Stu, I think you were with me. We were standing in a parking lot. And a song came on the radio, and it reflected the way everybody felt at the time. I'm not sure if we could say that today, but back then, everybody felt, yes, someone is saying it. That someone was Toby Keith. And in case you haven't heard yet, Toby Keith passed away of cancer last night. This is the song that he played when the, when the rubble was still smoking in New York City.
3: American girls and
0: American guys We'll always stand up and salute We'll always recognize When we see old glory flying There's a mm-hmm. lot of men dead Toby Keith, who we lost last night, Uh, an incredible guy. I remember one time my phone rang and uh, I looked down and it's Toby Keith and he's on his tractor. He was a remarkable, uh, just American farmer, rancher. Each of these stories need to be taught to your children. Talk to them about this song. Play it for them. Tell them what the country used to be like. Tell them who Osama bin Laden really was, because they won't learn it in school. Tell them the difference in the airports and our rights and the DHS and privacy and the Patriot Act. Tell them what you've learned since you shouted that song every time it played. We're a country not of our past, but of the idea. Glenn Beck. And it is up to them to continue it. Uh, All right, our sponsor this half hour, I'm sorry, my computer keeps going to sleep. I don't know why, Um, but uh, our sponsor this half hour is um, Lear Capital. There is an enormous economic uh, upheaval that is headed our way right now, and it's nothing like we've ever seen before. With conditions like this, precious metals, as you know, I've been talking to you about it for years. Make the difference between protecting your retirement or losing it. Lear Capital is a new sponsor to the program, and we're glad to have them. It uh, makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into a gold and silver IRA. The best part is there's no tax penalties uh, to do it. All you have to do is call Lear Capital. It's easy. Lear can walk you through three simple steps, and you're done. Give Lear Capital a call today. Ask for their free wealth protection guides. No obligation. You'll just get free information on protecting your hard-earned retirement with gold and silver. It's Lear Capital, the one I trusted for so long because Rush did. Lear Capital. Call them now. 800-889-3070. 800-889-3070. Lear Capital. I'm in uh, New Haven, Connecticut for a family emergency. Um, and I, I can't thank Vinnie Penn and Fred, the engineer, for all of their help here at WELI in New Haven, getting us on the air and, and being such gracious hosts to us. Um, let me tell you about um, uh, what happened yesterday. And I, I can't tell you the full story, but I have somebody uh, on the phone with me who can. Yesterday, right after I got off the air, um, Henry Rogers wrote uh, and tweeted, I am told Mike Lee staffer just blew up at the GOP conference comms meeting and stormed out. A mother, uh, amongst other uh, invectives against the bill, he said that Senator Lankford might not want to get reelected, but the rest of the bosses do, followed by applause. Another source tells me there was more laughter than applause inside the room after the staffer left uh billy Gribben is the guy who walked out of the room he's the communications director for senator mike lee and i called mike right after and i haven't heard the story yet but let's get it from the horse's mouth billy Gribben, hi billy
1: <laughs> hi glenn thanks for having me on you bet so uh, this uh What's been happening is leadership in the Senate, especially, has been has been telling us all, you know, for weeks and weeks that there's this great bill going to come out. It's great, Bill. All our all our fears about it, about this border deal, are are, you know, misinformation. I think one senator even even called conservatives who were worried about the bill said that that was Russian misinformation that that we were (laughs) finding all these problems with the bill. Finally, the text drops. And the bill's even worse than we thought before, and so we're at this conference meeting, and uh, you know I need to start by saying uh, you know my staff colleagues senator Langford's office mitch McConnell's office they're good people, they're decent people but when they come up there and give a speech about how all our problems with the bill, all the problems that millions of Americans across the country are, are looking at Washington saying, why would you ever pass this terrible, terrible border bill that doesn't fix the problems and makes it worse? You know, getting up there and saying, well, actually, you're all wrong. And this is all misinformation. Uh, You know, I I got a little hot under the collar and uh, (laughs) loudly corrected them for about 30 seconds and stormed out. Um, So I'm I'm sure there was some laughter when I exited the room because I might have been a little bit dramatic.
0: Right. Did you, when you stormed out, did you scream betrayal? I didn't scream it. I think I muttered it. (laughs) Okay. So how, how are you treated the rest of the day by colleagues? Are you, do you feel you're in the majority minority majority? What, what is the feel up there on Capitol Hill?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm sure I'm persona non grata in a few offices, but uh, the, 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 most conservative offices—the ones that have been fighting the good fight—not just on the border, but on every on every uh, pro freedom, pro life, pro liberty—you know—border security issue for years—you uh, know—they're th- all backing me up on this one. And quite frankly, a growing number of senators, including Mitch McConnell, uh, are are backing us all up because uh, you know, wouldn't you know it, that by you know 8 p.m. last night. Uh, the vast majority of the conference uh, said, you know, we're we're going to wait on this border bill or we should vote no on cloture on it. So looks like all it took was about 10 hours for everyone's bosses to uh, kind of come to the realization that they were going to have a very, very angry GOP voting base and and millions of Americans angry across the nation at uh, at this border sellout.
0: So, uh, Billy, tell me about the, um, what, what cloture means exactly.
1: Uh, so, this would be a voting step, <laughs> the vote to proceed to a vote. So, once you vote for, for uh, cloture on the motion, to proceed, you would be, you'd be saying, okay, we're ending debate, and now we're opening up debate at the end of which we will vote on this bill. This is all, you know, Washington yeah, yeah. Uh, you double speak, but it's, it's basically a vote. In order to have another vote. And and the key thing here is, is that uh, it, it looks like, you know, I don't want to jinx it, knock on wood, but it looks like this border deal will probably fail this upcoming vote, um, which I hear is on Wednesday.
0: OK, but that doesn't stop it. That means it can go back for more debate at another time or talk of amendments or something else. Some other deal can be can be made. Right.
1: Uh, Correct. This is not the time to uh, rest on our laurels. This is not the time to high five each other and and go home. Uh, We need to uh, keep pushing on this to make sure that we have real border security, that we are not offered a fake deal. And, and, you know, that's the most insulting thing about this is that we were being told (laughs) both by Democrats and by Republican leadership that, oh, this is great. It's going to secure the border. It's great. Not only did it not achieve its stated ends, but it was going to codify catch and release the problem that it- Biden got us into this mess with it was going to fund the uh ngos and sanctuary cities around it's the crazy. Country to keep facilitating this human trafficking uh you know and it was going to give work permits to you know, basically everyone who who uh, you know, applied for asylum and was released into the country uh
0: and it, it, and yeah, i'm just yeah, looking at the notes history. your boss made subsidize subsidized free taxpayer funded legal counsel to all illegal aliens uh expands parole instead of limiting it Uh, Increase green cards by 50,000 per year for the next five years. Work permits for adult children of uh, H-1B visa holders. Immediate work permits to every illegal release from custody after they pass the initial screening. Nothing to deport illegals. The Afghan Adjustment Act, which is a pathway to citizenship for 60,000 poorly vetted Afghans who were brought into the country because of President Biden, weakens asylum screening by codifying the Biden policy. What does that one mean? Can you explain that one? Codifies the Biden Asylum Officer Regulation empowers USCIS asylum officers to grant asylum Withholding of removal and protection of, uh, under the Convention Against Torture without review yeah, by an immigration judge.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, in, in layman's terms, far from reforming this broken asylum process where basically everyone who shows up claims asylum, like 90 to 99 percent of them. You know if if we actually adjudicated it through the system, it takes years. You know, would, their claims would be denied because they're they're false. Uh, but this, far from reforming that broken system, which has resulted in six million people border encounters in the last three years, uh, this would take the power from judges and give it to uh, officers, basically, Biden administration Jeez. officials. So that they could unilaterally say, you get a car, you get asylum, and you get asylum. So you way to speed up the process just by giving asylum to everybody.
0: So the 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 difference here, I think, is the Democrats keep saying they're holding up immigration. Okay, they're holding up all immigration reform, which would solve the problem. No. We're looking for a secure border. They're looking for that magic unicorn. Of a you know one bill solves all immigration all everything we've been arguing about for fifty years and this is their immigration bill where the Republicans are looking for a border bill, is, am I correct? Precisely.
1: Uh, we we are also looking for Joe Biden to simply enforce the law that he already correct. has. Uh, their, their special pleading that, oh, well, we need this in order to secure the border is, is 100% false. Uh, you know, we would like solid legislation that forced, that compelled the executive branch to take action. The problem is this is full of the word may or at his discretion or et cetera, et cetera. This is full mm. of opportunities for a good president to do something. Well, guess what? At least for the next year, we do not have a good president. <laughs>
0: Um, Why don't we just vote? Do we not have the votes to to stop it? Why don't we just vote, move to, you know, vote for cloture and and then go to the floor and kill this thing?
1: Well, uh, the the problem is the the higher threshold of votes happens happens uh, on Wednesday, presuming they bring it up there to to close debate. So our, our best chance of just taking this off the table in the Senate altogether is, in fact, this preliminary vote. Uh, because uh, they need they need a 60-volt threshold to proceed to then the final vote on this legislation. So this is this is the Alamo on this. And I think the good news is, I mean, if 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 Leader McConnell uh, himself is saying, you know, oh, we we should probably vote no on closure to give us more time to talk about it again. I don't want to count my chickens, but it, it looks like this thing is is going down. That does not mean we let up the pressure. That means we congratulate people who have come around to the side of light. And and for those who haven't, we uh, keep on energetically telling them that the American people will accept nothing less than secure borders.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, because you can't you you know, you vote on Wednesday. That's not the end of it. We're still being invaded Uh, and it has got to stop at some point. It has to stop or we don't make it. Billy, thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. You bet. That's uh, Billy Gribben. He is. Um, he's been in the trenches with the Jim DeMint, Ben Carson, Ted Cruz. He uh, was working with Donald Trump, uh, and he joined Senator Lee as his communications director last August. Uh, there are some really good people, uh, as we are finding, uh, and then and then there's that one from Oklahoma. But you know, Oklahoma has to deal with that. Um, but uh, there are some really good people and we have the chance if if the Republicans stand and do the right thing, if they are just saying we've got to shut down the border, we have to protect our border, we will work everything else out after, but turn the water off. If they fail to do that, uh, they're going to they're going to have a lot of people that will just turn away from. Ballot, And they won't vote for anybody because they'll think, you know, this this game is just going to continue uh, to play and you won't get the Senate. You won't get the House that you need. If you do get uh, Donald Trump in, um, you're going to need the House and the Senate and you're going to need good people. And there are those good people out there. And uh, we'll talk about them as we get closer to the election so you can uh, be exposed to some of the people that the media may be calling i'm sure you know nazis and racists and and everything else they always do i don't know that uh you know doesn't carry a lot of weight anymore it may even if you're being called that by the uh by the left eh, it might be a reason to look at that person and go oh yeah probably they're probably pretty good cuz they're probably none of those things back in just a second Mantis X is a, uh, is a system that I use to help keep my, my accuracy on my gun. It's a diminishing skill. Uh, if you're a good shot, you, you really have to keep it up because it goes away quickly. It is A lot of it is muscle memory. Uh, I've never thought, gee, I spend too much time in the gun range, and that's why I have Mantis X. It is a high-tech, easy-to-use system used widely by the military and helps you improve your shooting quickly. You just attach it to your firearm, connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry fire practicing, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct it. It, it does it in real time. You can watch your aim. You can see when you're pulling the trigger exactly what happens to the barrel. And you can improve in 20 minutes. In fact, 94% of the shooters that use Mantis X do improve within 20 minutes. Uh, it is the best thing you can do besides getting a well I actually think it's better than having a a firearm instructor standing next to you cuz they don't miss anything on with Mantis X be responsible increase your competence and your confidence today with Mantis X get yours at mantisx.com that's mantisx.com you're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck sit tight boys and girls we'll be right back after these messages
2: Listen, if I could order the flowers for your loved one on this Valentine's Day and I could do it for you, I would do it. I would take that on because I'm just such an incredible person. However, I've got my own own doghouse to kind of just stay out of. So I'm not going to do that for you. You need to do it yourself. You need to do what I do. Go to books. That's short for bouquet. It's no secret that ladies love flowers, especially on Valentine's Day. It's a tradition that everyone appreciates. But you've got the 25% off with Books.com going on right now. And you're going to not only save money, but you're going to get the best flowers you can possibly get with Books. Uh, they have flowers that are fresh cut and sourced directly from the best flower farms all around the world, even farms that are on the side of a volcano. And Books is easy. You can go on their site and buy roses with just one click. They've got, um, if you want roses, that's cool. They've also got a million different designs that are really unique and modern that you're really going to appreciate. As well as they also have the thing that's kind of gone viral on the Internet, the 100 red roses. You can do that as well. Get her whatever it is that she wants going into Valentine's Day. It's February 14th. Remember, that's the Tuesday, right? Right after the Super Bowl. Is it Tuesday? I can't remember. I can never remember. I think it is. Uh, Anyway, it's only a few days, so don't screw it up. Go to books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Don't believe it when she says, yeah, you don't have to get me anything because she's lying to you. Books.com. Use the promo code Blaze for 25% off. B-O-U-Q-S.com. The promo code is Blaze at books.com.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Well we have 21 Republican knows or likely knows. Let me give you the list. Uh, Marsha Blackburn, Tennessee, Mike Braun, Indiana, Katie Britt of Alabama, Ted Budd, North Carolina, Tom Cotton, Arkansas, Ted Cruz, uh, Steve Dane, Montana, Deb Fisher, Nebraska, Bill Haggerty, Tennessee, Josh Hawley, Missouri, Ron Johnson, Wisconsin, Mike Lee, Utah. Roger Marshall, Kansas, uh, Rand Paul in Kentucky, Marco Rubio, Mike Rounds, uh, Eric Schmidt in uh, Missouri, of course, Tim Scott in South Carolina, Rick Scott in Florida, Tommy Tuberville in uh, Alabama, and J.D. Vance in Ohio. Tuberville, but uh, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Tuberville, yes, sorry. Um, I always say that. Everybody um, says it. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a good let's list. See. I'm just looking for, you know, if you look at... If you look at our senators, it is growing uh, into some real great people. It used to be just, you know, one or two. Marsha Blackburn, I'd say she's great. Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, Rand Paul, uh, J.D. Vance. Um, Would you put Rick Scott in the great? He's solid. I like Rick Scott, you know. Yeah. Tim Scott?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, borderline he's pretty
0: good. Pretty good. I'd put I'd put uh, Eric Schmidt in the great. I mean, he's new. Oh yeah, yeah. he's been he's he's been fantastic. Yeah. Um,
2: High hopes. Uh, mm -hmm. He's like a you know a number one draft pick. You're you're excited about that. pick. You know, like right now, looks like it looks like you made the right pick.
0: Yeah. I mean, that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There, there's there's seven in the Senate that just out of this list that you can go. That they're really good. They're really good.
2: Yeah, and, so, and the
0: rest of them are—I should say—those are great I, to me. Those are stars. The the others are just really good. They're good. You have got some solid ones
2: in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you know, you have some that are a matter of Deb taste. Fisher. Right, you know, Deb Fisher's voting record, as I've Not complained really. about before uh, out yeah. publicly. Um, uh, the uh, Tom the, Cotton is like, kind Tom of Tom Cotton. I, taste. I put there's a, a taste issue. Like, do you like sushi? Well, it's this is the greatest sushi in the world and the question right. is do you but some people just don't like sushi right so like i right. put into that category um we have jd vance on today some people just don't like that his version of republican right like they don't like that i uh, love him. tom cotton and josh Hawley. i put all three of those in that category probably rand paul belongs in that category too if you yeah. don't want a libertarian yeah. flair of, of your republican politician you're not going to like have rand that paul.
0: over a over oh. somebody who is uh, mitch mcconnell Uh, J.D. Vance is joining us here in uh, just a second at the the top of uh, hour number two. So stand by. After the break, we come back with J.D. Vance. I think J.D. should be considered a vice presidential candidate with Donald Trump because whoever is that vice president is the leader going forward after the uh, last term of Trump. Uh, I'd like to see Donald Trump make a bold, bold move with somebody who is just rock solid and proven. The Glenn Beck Program.